Thanks for listening to podcast number eight, The $6,000 Golden Egg. Hello, this is Casey Jens from Fenimore, Wisconsin, and you're listening to This Business of Beef with Rance Long and Jeff Stansberry. Sponsored by BidOnTheBlock.com, where we are your online marketplace for timed online auctions, proxy bidding, providing sale video production, and now real-time broadcasting and bidding at your livestock auction. Hello and welcome back to this Business of Beef with Rance and Jeff. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, we really appreciate the response that we've gotten over the past week with our uh, interview that we had with Alan Miller and also our listens that we have had. Uh, We are humbled and we really appreciate the response that we've gotten. Uh, Folks, if you would continue to support us, we really would appreciate that. Uh, Also, uh, visit our Facebook page. If you would like to email us at bidontheblock.com at gmail.com, please do so. There are topics that you would like us to cover. We'd love to do that as well. And, uh, hey, thanks. We appreciate it very much. Also, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at bidontheblockus. And you can also follow us on Periscope the same way. And of course, as usual, you are always welcome and invited to visit our website where we archive our podcast at bidontheblock.com. Uh, well, uh, Rance, uh, you know, this week with our This Business of Beef podcast, we're, we're kind of going outside the lines of what we have done for our other podcasts. And, and by the way, uh, folks, before we get into our our topic, the $6,000 egg, which we're sure, we're positive that you're on the edge of your seats uh, waiting to hear the story. But I can't uh, wait. But <laughs> I, I know, Rance, you can't. And, but you're going to have to just a minute. Uh, Rance, you know, and you and I have talked about it several times this week. This, this is the, the eighth podcast that we've done. Uh, we've been doing these now for, for basically a couple of months. And, uh, you know, we, we're now on iTunes, and we are on uh, Stitcher, and uh, also on SoundCloud, and we're on TuneIn. Uh, folks, a couple of things that we would like to ask you to do is that, that it's very important for us, like in the, the, the search engines of, of these directories, for you to, to leave us your comments if you like the podcast, if you like what you hear, uh, please subscribe because that makes a big difference on driving us up those lists uh, to help us out, to give us more exposure and that sort of thing. And probably here we're on track rants in the next um, maybe week, two weeks to have about a thousand listens. And, uh, you know, that's pretty exciting to us. You know, Jeff, this past weekend I finished um – couple sales there over the weekend where I had a couple different people come up to me uh, before the sale just to make mention that they'd tuned in and they, they'd listened to our podcast and really appreciated it. And they had a couple ideas of, of some topics we may want to cover. And one of those, what we're going to visit about tonight, uh, is going to be about customer service. You bet. You bet. So, uh, uh, so folks, moving into the, to our, our topic, um, as we started doing this podcast, uh, I, I really tried to listen to to several podcasts 
and and get some ideas of how some things were formatted and and that sort of thing as we move forward as as we toy with with the format that you like that you want and uh in doing that by the way you can uh you can give us a message at at bid on the block com at uh, gmail.com or reach out to us on the bit on the block.com uh, Facebook page as well. If you have any suggestion for us, we're, we're all ears on those. But one of the podcasts that I was listening to is Entree Leadership by Dave Ramsey. Now, we all know him as the, uh, as the financial uh, peace guru. And Ken Coleman is the, uh, he is the host of this podcast. So one of the podcasts that they had was called uh, the, the, it, it was dealing with the art of customer service and, uh, the interviewee that they had there was a guy by the name of Tony Duncan. And he had written a book called $6,000 egg. And I know you're on pins and needles right now, Rance. I am. I know. I can't wait to hear about this high dollar <laughs> egg. <laughs> So, so Tony Duncan and his wife uh, frequented a a local restaurant there where they live, and they must have spent a lot of time there because, uh, uh, as we get into get into how this is winds up being a six thousand dollar egg. So they're in their favorite restaurant one night, and they get a cheeseburger, and Duncan asks for an egg on his cheeseburger. Now, my number one question is, Rance, have you ever had an egg on a cheeseburger? I have not had an egg on a cheeseburger, Jeff. Have Have you ever craved an egg on a cheeseburger? Can't say that I have. Well, me neither. And uh, I say bully for it, all of you out there that do eat eggs on your cheeseburger. I probably won't be one of them, but that's beside the point. So well, it's from the beef business, we like beef or <laughs> Well, it was it was a che- it was a cheeseburger. It was a burger. It was a burger. So, uh, so the waiter says, "I'll check to see if we can get an egg on there." So the waiter comes back. Nope, sorry, we can't put an egg on it. So Duncan says, "Really, you can't put an egg on it?" Nope, they can't put an egg on it. He says, "Why?" Uh, well. Um, because it, we're having a, a special tonight, and we just can't do that. So Duncan asked to speak to the manager. And the manager comes over and says, uh, so Duncan goes through the whole story again. Uh, hey, we'd like to have a fried egg on, on the cheeseburger, yada, yada, yada. And the manager says, well, I'm sorry, uh, we can't do that because we're having a special, and if we fry an egg for your cheeseburger, it might run us short for the eggs that we have on the special. I'm just guessing that was a pretty big mistake. Yes, yes. So Duncan tries to go through the math and say, well, what can an egg cost? An egg could cost, you know, like 50 cents. And uh, the manager says, I tell you what, uh, I'll comp your bill, but you can't get the egg on your cheeseburger. So at that point, Duncan says, this math does not make sense at all. We're talking about a single egg for a cheeseburger, and their bill was like 70 bucks, which it must have been a really good cheeseburger if they get a couple of cheeseburgers that are $70. Very special. I hope they were prime. 
<laughs> so uh, so at, at this point, um, he says, that doesn't make any mathematical sense at all. Well, sir, that's all we can do. So the manager comps the bill for Duncan and his wife, which is like 70 bucks. So they leave and say that they're probably never coming back, even though they got their bill comped. Now, the significance of the $6,000 egg, the way the math works out is that Duncan figured that they spent about 500 bucks a month there. So 500 times 12, $6,000, right? Right. So there is a Whole Foods that is behind the restaurant. So they go into Whole Foods and they go to where the eggs are just out of curiosity to see how much uh, a dozen eggs are. So uh, these must have been pretty nice eggs. They're they're more expensive than they are around the house because they're like $3.60 for a dozen eggs. There's probably a gold one in there someplace. Probably a gold one in there someplace. It's what I'm thinking. Maybe the Easter Bunny laid one in there. There you knows. go. So at at this point, so they did their math. Okay, well, they got comped a $70 bill for over a 30-cent egg. So while they're there in Whole Foods, they go to the deli section, and they go to order a, a pizza, a pepperoni pizza. I think it was pepperoni. Maybe it was cheese. So they want to order this pizza. So to see what kind of response that they're going to get, they say, uh, is there a chance that we can get a, uh, an egg on this uh, pizza? So the person at the counter says, well, here at Whole Foods, uh, you know, they try, to, uh, they try to tell us to always say yes. So let me check. And uh, at the time, they go and they come back and they say, yes, we can put the egg on it. So, oh, they're all excited, so they get the egg. So when, when the chef gets this, this pizza out of the oven, they say, hey, do you want this egg on this pizza before it is sliced or after it's sliced? which that just absolutely made their day. So they take the pizza home. They've got the egg on the pizza. And uh, uh, Duncan, who is, a, who is a writer, goes home and does a blog about his experience with this, uh, with this egg. And the blog goes viral. So weeks later, months later, whatever the case was, uh, Duncan gets uh, contacted by a book publisher to publish a book uh, regarding this experience. And, and lo and behold, one of the largest uh, distributors for the book, maybe not the largest distributor, but a major distributor for the book, is none other than, guess who? Whole Foods. How in the world did you ever guess? Just seemed like the piece fit in the puzzle. <laughs> so, um, so there are a couple of... Uh, 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 quick observations about this: that if uh, if the people had given him the egg, he'd probably never written the blog, and he'd not never gotten a book deal out of it. But because of his bad experience, now he's getting book royalties. 
which uh, that sounds like it'd be a pretty good trade-off to me over an egg on a cheeseburger. I don't know what you think. You know, and I think, Jeff, it all relates back to not just what we do in the cattle business and in the auction business. It relates to all all facets of the business uh, world, and that is we should always give the customer what they want because more times than not, the customer's always going to be right. That's the one thing that I think guys like you and I have been taught from the time we got in this business, and we really need to kind of dot the I's and cross the T's to make the customer happy. Right, and um, you know, and, and you and I were talking about it before we we, we hit the button to go on here uh, to uh, with this thing. But um, you know, sometimes some of the most what we feel like are trivial things, things that we should not be asked that they don't have anything to do with a, a monetary value. But maybe the timing might not exactly be perfect for us when we get these requests, right? Exactly. And I think things that folks like you and I can sure relate to. And, you know, we drive thousands and thousands of miles a year. But it's that extra mile we might pull off the beaten path just to stop and make a visit to somebody, whether it's somebody that's directly related to our business or somebody that's kind of not directly involved but it's those little things that, that make everybody kind of get the warm and fuzzy feeling. And, and you know, you never know that's going to directly pay off tomorrow or the next year. But two, three, four years down the road, you develop a relationship with those people that, and, and they've got a trust level with you because you took that extra time to visit with them. And, uh, you know, speaking of the small things, which which kind of the back half of this the, the title for this is Small Things Make the Big Difference. Um, you know, um, normally after the sales seasons, I try to sit down and, and just write uh, personal notes to the people that I've done auctions and things for, like throughout the spring or the fall season. And last year, I sent a, I sent a letter to, uh, uh, to a couple that, that you and I, uh, work for, and and they actually, uh, the wife actually sent me a thank you note back for sending her a thank you note. <laughs> it's amazing how a little little thing like that that that, that only takes a few minutes to to do uh, really again makes somebody feel really good and and makes them want to develop more of a bond with you. Exactly, exactly. So. Um, I, I guess the moral to the story is, folks, um, you know, uh, a, a couple of things. Uh, if if you have one of those situations that, that comes up for you and and maybe you can uh, maybe you can get a book deal. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> maybe you can. Or for those of you that are selling cattle day in and day out, you'll never know when you'll find a brand new customer or you'll develop even a stronger amount of loyalty from your customer to you just doing those little things. Yes. And, you know, Jeff, along the, along the lines you mentioned there about writing a note, I'm the same way. I mean, I'll, I'll write a note. But, you know, in today's technology, and, of course, we're using some of the latest technology right here and doing these podcasts, there's absolutely no reason – 
that any of us can't communicate on a, mo- a moment's notice with um, our customers, our friends, our acquaintances out there, uh, be it via a telephone call, a text message, an email, whatever it might be. And I know you're like me. We get really busy, especially in the spring and the fall, right in the middle of sales season. And we never feel like we got enough time to spend on the telephone talking to everyone. But I can't tell you how many times I'll be sitting here at my desk and that phone will ring and I'll be in the middle of putting together a catalog or some ads or or something that's really directly related to a sale. And Mm -hmm. that phone will ring and the best time that I have is to pick that phone up, walk away from the desk and talk to somebody under that phone. They may want to talk about what bulls to use. They may want to talk about uh, scheduling a sale. In the upcoming year, they may just want to talk about what we see out there as we travel around the country. But those moments that we spend going that extra mile when we don't feel like we have the time, those are those extra moments that do reap the largest rewards. So, uh, you know, little things do make a huge difference because those are the things that make the lasting impression on people, right? That's right. Again, it's those those little moments that we spend, be it on the telephone, the emails, the text messages, the personal herd visits, or just a visit stopping in, um, in our travels, a visit with somebody that pay the largest dividends. And for those of you out there that are are in the business of marketing, uh, genetics, which I'm assuming most people listen to this podcast because of the title of it, you are in the beef cattle business. Folks, go that extra mile. Take the extra five minutes to do the things you don't think you have the time to do because at the end of the day, you'll be further ahead. And you always need to remember what you're selling, somebody else has got something very similar to it. So take the take the customer service approach to identify you as being you as someone who wants to work with them day in and day out. Extra mile means extra dividends. Ten four, yeah. Uh, hey, folks. Uh, one more thing that we would uh, like to ask you to do is, uh, if you will go to our Facebook page at, at uh, bitontheblock dot com and be kind enough to share with us some of your cattle photos. Now, really what we would like to see would be some of your vintage photos, maybe uh, uh, back when you were a kid uh, showing livestock, or maybe you're still a kid and you're showing livestock. But I can't that, think back that far. You can't. Well, I have a faint memory of it because I, I was up at my uh, parents, and my mom has an old scrapbook of mine, and uh, I tell you what, old Charlie Daniels didn't have anything on me when it came to the old cowboy hat that I had. Uh, I can only imagine. <laughs> so if I can, uh, if you I and can, Johnny get, Paycheck, and me and Johnny Paycheck would have had a lot in common. That's for sure. Uh, uh, my son and I actually ran into Charlie Daniels at a gas station about a week ago. Really? Yeah, and speaking of going the extra mile, uh, I was pumping gas, and Colton says to me, he says, uh, uh, Dad, I think there was somebody famous that went into the gas station. I said, really? What did he look like? Well, he was wearing a red shirt, blah, blah, blah. So 
We come back out, and I turn around and look, and he said, Dad, there he is. And here comes Charlie Daniels out uh, carrying a bag of ice and a and something else in another bag. He was not wearing a hat. And I rolled down the window, and I said, uh, Mr. Daniels. And he turns around and says, Yes, sir. And I said, I would like for you to meet my son. He walks over to the car, reaches all the way across me, holds out his hand to uh, Colton and says, how are you, young man? And uh, Colton says, I'm doing fine. And uh, I turned around and looked at him and I said, "Uh, Mr. Daniels, you have a blessed day. He said, thank you. I have had a blessed day. And he put his hands together in thanks and kind of bowed to me. Awesome. Now, now, now awesome. that's one of those little things that we were just talking about. That we'll always remember. That we'll always remember, right? That's right. So I think that's a good way to uh, close out the podcast. Uh, folks, we appreciate you uh, listening, indulging us this, this week. And, uh, and once again, thanks for all the listens, for all the shares, for all the comments that you've been giving us. We really appreciate that. Again, if you would, please, if it's not too much trouble for you, uh, be sure and subscribe to us, uh, download, and you can keep those podcasts with you if you want to listen to them again. And Rance and I will be talking to you soon. Next this, week. This Business of Beef. <laughs> this Business of Beef is sponsored by BetOnTheBlock.com, your online marketplace. Remember the Angus Across America genetic online sale closes on BidOnTheBlock.com on April the 7th. And on April the 14th, the Bartels Angus Spring Thaw Embryo Sale also closes on BidOnTheBlock.com. The live auction, April 22nd at Rock Ridge Farm Performance Tested Angus Bull Sale in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. And on April the 23rd, the live webcast at bidontheblock.com for the Good Girls Simmental and Simangus sale in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Have a great week.